Hare Krishna, I welcome all to everyday chant Hari Nam conference call. Uh, today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Vrindavan Vijay Das Prambhu from York, Pennsylvania to enlighten us on verse 7 of chapter 9, canto 5 uh, from Srimad Bhagavatam. Prabhu, once again please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Whenever you are ready, please um, take over the call Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Madhuri. <coughs> Om Ajnanate Imrandasya Jnananjan Shalakya Kakcharuni Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurve Namaha Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Parasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devai Gauruvani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschat Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vashadi Gauru Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Narayanam Namaskritya, Naram Chaiva Narottamam, Devim Saraswatim Vyasam, Tatojaya Mudirai. Nashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu, Nityam Bhagavat Sevaya, Bhagavati Uttumas Loke, Bhaktir Bhavati Nashtaki. Srinuvatam Swakatha Krishna Punya Sravana Kirtana Hadiyantastohiya Badrani Vidunoti Suhat Satam Krishnaya Vasudevaya Deviki Nandanaya Cha Nanda Gopa Kumaraya Govindaya Namo Namaha Govindaya Namo Namaha Govindaya Namo Namaha Hare Krishna devotees, we are reading today from Canto 5, Chapter 9 and Verse 7. So, so this uh, sloka is not in the meters. So, we'll just, uh, I'll just read it. <coughs> so, it's not... Uh, Atha yavi yasi dvijisati svagarbhajatam mithunam sapatnaya upanyasya svayamanu santhaya pati lokam gat. Translation, translation by Shila Prabhupada, Jaya Shila Prabhupada. Thereafter, the Brahmana's younger wife, after entrusting her twin children, the boy and girl, to the elder wife, departed for Patiloka, voluntarily dying with her husband. So there is no purport. So we will go to the next verse. I will uh, I'll just read the translation for next verses. It's, uh, so verse 8. After the father died, the nine stepbrothers of Jadabharata, who considered Jadabharat dull and brainless, abandoned the father's attempt to give Jadabharat a complete education. The stepbrothers of Jadabharat were learned in three Vedas, the Rig Veda, Sam Veda and Yajur Veda, which very much encouraged fruitive activity. The nine brothers were not at all spiritually enlightened in devotional service to the Lord. Consequently, they could not understand the highly exalted position of Jadabharat. So we'll also take the next verse. There is no purport in verse 8. So we'll take verse 9 and 10. They are together. So leave the translation for those. So, verse 9 and 10. Degraded men are actually no better than animals. The only difference is that animals have four legs and such men have 
only two. These two-legged animalistic men used to call Jadabharat mad, dull, deaf, and dumb. They mistreated him, and Jadabharat behaved for them like a madman who was deaf, blind, or dull. He did not protest or try to convince them that he was not so. If others wanted him to do something, he acted according to their desires. Whatever food he could acquire by begging or by wages, and whatever came of its own accord, be it a small quantity, palatable, stale, or tasteless, he would accept and eat. He never ate anything for sense gratification because he was already liberated from the bodily conception, which induces one to accept palatable or unpalatable food. He was full in the transcendental consciousness of devotional service, and therefore he was unaffected by the dualities arising from the bodily conception. Actually, his body was as strong as bulls, and his limbs were very muscular. He did not care for winter or summer, wind or rain, and he never covered his body at any time. He lay on the ground and never smeared oil on his body or took a bath. Because his body was dirty, his spiritual effulgence and knowledge were covered, just as the splendor of a valuable gem is covered by dirt. He only wore a dirty loincloth and his sacred thread, which was blackish. Understanding that he was born in a Brahmana family, people would call him a Brahma Bandhu and other names. Being thus insulted and neglected by materialistic people, he wandered here and there. It's a long translation. So, purport by Srila Prabhupada, Jaya Srila Prabhupada. Srila Narottam Das Thakur has sung, Deha Ismrati Nahi Yaar, Samsar Bandhan Kahatar, one who has no desire to maintain the body or who is not anxious to keep the body in order and who is satisfied in any condition must be either mad or liberated. Actually, Bharat Maharaj in birth as Jada Bharat was completely liberated from material dualities. He was a Paramhamsa and therefore did not care for bodily comfort. Hare Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, we are reading from this chapter is uh, the supreme character of Jada Bharat. So, we are reading uh, the character of Bharat Maharaj. His, uh, the qualities, his characteristics, his behavior. So, initially, as we know, that we read about it. Initially, he was King Bharat. Then uh, he became Dear Bharat. And now this is his third life as Jada Bharat. So Jada Bharat, he was born in a Brahmin family. And his uh, father had two wives. And he was the son of the younger wife. Father... Uh, we read in the previous verses how the father wanted to educate him, tried his best to educate him, and kept trying, but he left this world. He departed. And when the father departed, the verse 7 uh, says, Mother also departed with the father, entrusting her twin children uh, to the, the older wife of the Brahmin. So, older wife of the Brahmin had nine, nine sons. So, Bharat, uh, Jada Bharat uh, had nine stepbrothers. So, he was under the care of those nine stepbrothers. Who, so these uh, brothers, they were not keen to educate him. Like, you know, so, they, they thought, seeing his behavior, they also thought that he is a dull, deaf, and dumb. 
So brothers could not, his step-brothers could not fathom that such person could be an exalted devotee of the Lord. So Bharat Maharaj, from external appearance, from external appearance, and not only appearance, but his behavior in day-to-day world, day-to-day life, he was, uh, at this verse says, he, he won't take bath. He, he won't take bath. He'll have, uh, he will remain naked, a small loincloth and a sacred thread, which was also became black. So all this, uh, seeing all that, Probably in a, in a anyone it will be hard unless a person is, is spiritually advanced to recognize uh, whether this person is a, a, a the devotee or exalted devotee of the Lord and his their his step brothers also mistreated him considering him uh, the fool or dull dumb all. So, but we'll see in the later chapters, like now when the King uh, Bharat Maharaj is instructing King Rahuguna, then we'll see from his teachings that how exalted Bharat Maharaj was in his consciousness. So he was, in his uh, first birth as a King Bharat, he was at the level of Bhava. But he got attached to a deer and Pach Antakale Chamame Osmanan Muktva Kalevaram. Or uh, so this is yam yam vapi ismran bhavam ismran muktava kalevaram sat tamevati samad bhavam nasti yatri shamshaya. Bhagavad Gita says, whatever consciousness we leave this body, that decides our next birth, next body. And that is what happens with Bharat Maharaj here. We can see that he was in dear consciousness, he became dear in his next life. But by the mercy of the Lord, even in his dear life, he could have remembrance of his, his past life. And that is why even in this dear body, he, would, he kept his consciousness elevated. He would go to the ashrams of uh, the sages and listen to the Bhagavad Katha. And he was completely aware of, he remembered his past life and how he got the dear body and he was he wanted to make progress from there and not to repeat not to do repeat the same mistake again so in the third life he was born in the family of a brahmana so that is also the bhagavad that also uh, said in bhagavad gita suchinam srimatam gehe yogo bhrashta vijayate someone the yogi who is uh, not able to complete, uh, his, uh, he is not able to perfect his life, but he is sincerely trying, and something happens, he falls down, so next body he gets, a suchinam srimatam gehe, in a, in a very pious family, like a Brahmana family, that is, that is, that is uh, we see here that, how the Bharat Maharaj was born in a Brahmana family. So Bhagavad Gita, if you see this, Bhagavad Gita is like a book of uh, uh, sutras or guidelines. There is no stories in Bhagavad Gita. There are only principles. So Bhagavad Gita will say, okay, Dehi no yatha dehe kaumaram yavanam jara tatha dehantar prapte dhiras tatrna muhiyati. So the, it's, uh, it is just a sloka in Bhagavad Gita, but uh, that is, if we refer to Srimad Bhagavatam, we'll see how Srimad Bhagavatam is, is exemplifying, giving examples, real examples or stories of those, how those principles are working in real life. So Bhagavatam is like case study, case studies of the principles given in Bhagavad Gita. And we see in Bharat Maharaja's example, how that uh, it uh, supports that uh, the, this concept of reincarnation, Bharat Maharaj, King Bharat, and then dear Bharat, and then Jal Bharat. So we see that how this we get, uh, we change our bodies. Then it also Suchinam Srimatam Gehe that if the yogi who is uh, fallen because of any region, but uh, then he gets a birth in a 
some uh, nice uh, pious family or very prosperous very wealthy family so that he can continue from where he had left in his past life so all this bhagavad gita supports uh, bhagavad gita has principles and simad bhagavat elaborates on those principles with the real life examples so here we are seeing in these verses we see the transcendental behavior of chal bharat so so what can we learn from his behavior here so so i will we will talk about the three things what we can learn from these uh, verses today first uh, we see that bharat maharaj how he was he he was uh, not eating for sense gratification so this is uh, eating to maintain the body and and protect uplift our consciousness not for satisfying our tongue that is the principle the principle is not eating for sense gratification but to protect and uplift our consciousness bharat maharaj is uh, so is see he he would eat whatever whatever came on its own accord by begging or by wages and whatever came of its own accord be it a small quantity palatable stale or tasteless he won't discriminate he would accept and eat he never ate anything for sense gratification because he was already liberated from the bodily conception which induces one to accept palatable or unpalatable food so he was completely in the that uh, transcendental consciousness he would ne- he would not he was not eating to enjoy he was not eating for his sense gratification he was not discriminating uh, uh, i like this i don't like this i want only paneer sabji or i want only gulab jamuns he was not discriminating whatever he got on uh, by the arrangement of the lord he accepted that uh, as a mercy of the lord so this is the very important principle for a sadhaka when we are trying to progress in our spiritual life we is uh, we should uh, we, the principle is that we should uh, this we have uh, this body is got to not to what we call it uh, is not meant uh, to live for eating but e- we should eat just to live just to survive just to maintain this body so that we can continue our devotional service so this is and at the same time we should also buy the kind of food we eat we should also protect and up- make sure that it protecting and uplifting our consciousness not for just good for satisfying our tongue so this is uh, so discrimination from good food versus not so good food discrimination from palatable from non palatable food is called annamaya consciousness anna is grains maya consciousness is a food consciousness so there are five levels of consciousness or five coverings around soul which prabhupada talks about in uh, one of the bhagavad gita purports so annamaya kosh pranamaya kosh manomaya kosh vigyanamaya kosh and anandamaya kosh ananda so this is the 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 uh, five you can say the five koshas or the five coverings around our soul so we are the 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 lowest level of consciousness is annamaya kosh or bodily consciousness or food consciousness we are just thinking about our sense gratification that's annamaya consciousness one is thinking at the level of body it's like animals or birds like they say they're all busy thinking making plans for what uh, for their food so they are thinking at the level of body only so uh, so that's that's like the least uh, or lowest level of consciousness 
So like young children, if you see young children, uh, uh, then if you give them anything, if they are two small children, then if you give them anything, they just uh, take it, uh, they just try to taste it. If you give them mobile, it directly goes into mouth. My daughters, when they were growing up, like you now we used to be very careful because they'll put even shoes and slippers in their mouth. So, so everything in the home, like it was raised, like you know, five by uh, five uh, couple of foot. So, so this is uh, everything because that's the level of consciousness. Even someone is grown, he can be in this consciousness. Not only the children, not only the young children. If he is only thinking about the food and discriminating, I like this, I don't like this. So when we concerned, then he concerned of his own sense gratification. And sometimes that is that is not uh, unusual. Even uh, like we we see that the devotees also like now. Some Janmashtami festival, and uh, there was a big queue of after the. Uh, for prashadam and this uh, the newcomers uh, were taking whatever was being served but some devotees like uh, they will uh, they will come and say oh I want that I want that I want this like no this is okay this uh, so all that discriminating but I like this I don't like this that is kind of this verse is saying that Bharat was uh, in that not, uh, it was above that bodily conception of life it's above that bodily level and that's why he did not discriminate actually speaking uh, the, the, as a devotee if we are accepting only prashadam prashadam is uh, not prashadam is the mercy of the Lord we don't say that we are eating prashadam, we are honoring prashadam. If it is mercy of the Lord, if it, uh, if it is mercy of the Lord, then there should be no discrimination. So any, any prashadam, whether uh, you, you may like it too much or may not like it too much, but this is all same because it's all mercy of the Lord. And that's why we are honoring prashadam, honoring the mercy of the Lord, and we should accept that in that consciousness. Uh, or at least we should be in the, if we are not at that level, so we should uh, consciously try to, to do that, like, now, so that, that uh, at some time we will be that at that level. Jalabharat did not eat for sense gratification. So this is the point here. So this does not uh, mean, this does not mean that one should not eat nutritious food. So we should not uh, interpret as if like you know, we always have to look for the food uh, which is not nutritious or which is not so delicious. That's not the point here. The point here is whatever you get by the arrangement of the Lord, you accept that. It may be good, it may be very good, it may not be so good. But whatever you get, whatever comes on its own accord, that is Bharat Maharaj accepted. Srila Prabhupada said that prashadam should be delicious, nutritious, healthy, satisfying, all this like that, that's fine. Like if you, uh, whatever, uh, but we should not complain. Whatever prashadam is, uh, is on our plate, we should happily accept it and honor it. We are, sometimes we see that now we are living in a digital world. When we are living in a digital world, it's all binary coded, zero or one. When zero or one means this or that. And we, so our consciousness is also affected by that. So either black or white. But between black and white, there are many gray shades in between black and white. When our scriptures say that one should not eat for sense gratification, so our consciousness is nowadays is wired digitally, so our mind goes, okay, so I should not eat for sense gratification, and okay, I'll not eat, I'll fast. But that is too extreme. That is not supported in our scriptures. So the so yukta har viharascha yukta karmani chetasa yukta har viharascha. We should be regulated, regulated in our food habit. We should not eat too much. We should not eat too little. We should not starve ourselves. Also, we should. Uh, so that is called yukta har, yukta har. We should be regulated in our habits, in our food habits. 
that is the idea it's not that we should uh, we should be uh, we completely fasting or uh, we should be eating too much it should be regulation which is important so like we see the example of ragunath das goswami like he was eating some uh, butter milk uh, like every other day or so like that. so he never ate for sense gratification not even once like chaitanya charita amrit satyashnath kaviraj goswami glorifies him for that so there is a verse in chaitanya charita which says mahaprabhur bhakt gane vairagya pradhan yaha dekhi preet hana gaurav bhagwan mahaprabhu bhakt gane vairagya pradhan so the devotees of the mahaprabhu devotees of the mahaprabhu they are vairagya pradhan they are not attached they are not attached so prabhupad will say used to say that devotees whether living in a big palace palatial mansion or living under tree they are not attached they are same in both the situations whatever they uh, they get whatever they get by the arrangement of the providence they'll accept it happily and they'll continue in their devotional service ambrish maharaj renunciation does not mean that someone has to like uh, Uh, go to, uh, in the forest and uh, live there and then only he can be renounced ambrish maharaj was renounced while living in palace and same thing jal maharaj jal bharat maharaj is also renounced while roaming naked in the streets they both are renounced so this is the point here is we should have some uh, regulation in our eating habits swad samyam so swad samyam samyam is control swad is our tongue, tongue control swad is taste so like we have vani samyam or samay samyam we have swad samyam so we should not be eating for satisfaction of our tongue uh, or we should not be focusing too much on that like now whatever comes on its accord we should accept it so that is called not being in annamay consciousness what is uh, the the principle should be whatever whatever is good for my body i can take it may not be good for uh, it not be, it may not be so much good for my tongue but if it is good for my body i can take it swad samyam that will be the swad samyam at our level not eating for tongue satisfaction of the tongue and but eating for the just maintain our body krishna's uh, talking in bhagavad gita from in 17 chapter verse 8 to 10 like now this is we wonder why krishna is talking about different kind of foods what we should eat what we should not eat in the battlefield of kurukshetra the arjuna is like no the big question arjuna has in front of him like now whether to fight or not to fight and all those armies are right in front of each other in that critical moment he is talking about what one should eat what we one should not eat like now. so this is sometimes we wonder like you no know, while these descriptions are there in bhagavad gita but uh, so did arjuna did not have his prashadam before coming for uh, to fight the battle no this is uh, just to protect our consciousness because the kind of food we eat it uh, affects our mind and our consciousness ऑफर्ड और by materialistic man in our cooked in that consciousness what it does malin hai man so it it uh, contaminates our mind it contaminates our mind malin man hai le nahi krishner smaran if we the food if we eat that contaminated food if it is not a prashadam we eat food which is contaminated which is not me cooked in a right consciousness and which it has not been offered to the lord it's not prashadam it will contaminate our mind and say malin man haile nahi krishna smaran 
and that will affect our devotional service. So it will become increasingly difficult for us to 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 remember the Lord. Malin man haile nahi Krishnaerismanan. So one is be unable to think about the Krishna properly. This that's why food is important. So what Jala Bharat uh, is doing here just to that makes sense. It's, it wants to uh, he does not uh, want to like deviate from his remembrance of the Krishna or the Lord which he is doing all the time by accepting uh, by by being in that uh, that unnamed consciousness. So at sadhaka level, we should try uh, the purity at mental level. So whatever we are reading, whatever we are eating, watching, we should be conscious of whether is it uplifting or degrading. Nowadays, in the age of internet, like now everything is available at the press of a button. Just we press a button and we can see whatever we want to see. Uncle Google is here, YouTube is here, everything is here. So we need to be careful that we are maintaining, we should try, we should try to maintain purity at our mental level and we should watch what we are eating, what we are reading, what we are watching and the goal is to protect our consciousness and uplift, not only protect but try to uplift our consciousness by our uh, habits. So there is a nice uh, verse for the students we used to recite uh, when uh, we were growing up. It's kakam cheshta vakam dhyanam alpa swan nidra tathai vicha alpa hari grahatyagi vidyarathi panchalakshanam. So the five characteristics of an student or ideal student is alpahari, grahatyagi, alpahari. So alpahar here does not mean only food. Ahar is food, alp means less. But ahar, all our senses uh, are looking for their ahar. Our eyes uh, are looking for their ahar, ears are looking for their ahar, nose is looking for their ahar. And our tongue is looking for its ahar right now. So it includes all this ahar of the senses. And alpahari means we should be regulated in our ahar. We should be regulated in our ahar. Otherwise what happens if we are not uh, mindful of what is going inside, then it, uh, we call it garbage in, garbage out. If we put garbage in, that is what you expect. And it will be difficult to... Malin man hoy nahi maran. So our mind will get contaminated, difficult for us to re remain in that uh, consciousness of the Lord. So devotee's goal is to protect his consciousness. Senses, and our senses are the entry and exit points. So they need to be protected. Our body is made up of the food what we eat. In uh, Ramcharit Manas, uh, it is said, Jaisa khai an, vaisa bane man. So this is, uh, we are what we eat. It's like, uh, this very similar to we are what, who we associate with. Same thing, we, jaisa khai man, vaisa bane man. So our mind, uh, depending on what kind of, what we eat, that impacts our consciousness, our mind and our consciousness. So we should eat to nourish our annamaya kosh. And to some extent, Food, what we eat, it's also nourishing our manomai kosh. That is called jaisa khayan vaisa bane man. Our man, our mind is also, our consciousness is also getting nourished by the kind of food we eat. So this is, but, uh, so your type, kind of food we eat, like whether it's prashadam or not prashadam and what, uh, what we're eating, that, uh, if it is it's just of, not, uh, uh, it's not a prashadam, it will uh, nourish, it will nourish only annamaya kosh and manomaya kosh, but with the prashadam, it protects and nourishes and develops all our koshas, all our five koshas. So we should always, that's why uh, it's recommended that we should always eat prashadam. So that's our first point. 
सो वो फर्स्ट पॉइंट भरत महाराज वी सॉ दैट ऑन अवर वो ही वॉज नॉट ईटिंग फॉर सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन द सेकेंड पॉइंट इज डीलिंग विद डुअलिटीज हाउ द जड़ भरत महाराज वॉज डीलिंग विद डुअलिटीज he was not we see that he remained uh, like uh, he was not dressing up for the weather he was tolerating he was tolerating he will uh, so he will he will sleep on the ground he will on the rainy season rainy winter and summer season he will just uh, he will not dress up for that he will remain in naked just in the loin cloth so all he was uh, tolerating the dualities of this material world and these dualities are caused by bodily conception of life jal bharat was above these material dualities he was above the bodily conception of life so he was already risen above dualities and to the extent one has risen above these dualities is the barometer for our spiritual progress so seventh canto yudhishthir maharaj seventh canto starting of seventh canto in the first chapter the yudhishthir maharaj is asking a question from narad muni in the rasui yagna and his question was how come shishupal the the shishupal personality like shishupal who spend all his life blaspheming the lord was always like the cursing and blaspheming the lord all his life but he got sayujya liberation he got sayujya mukti when the lord beheaded him killed him then his soul it's uh, he everyone saw in the rasu yagna how the soul of the shishupal merged into the body of the lord so he got sayujya mukti after after blaspheming the lord all his life so this is this uh, Yudhishthir Maharaj could not did not understand that he asked from Narad Muni and in that conversation Narad Muni says that uh, uh, there is a verse called Nindan Stav Satkara Nyakar Artham Kalevaram Pradhan Pariyo Rajan Avivikin Avivikin Kalpitam so this body we have been given this body to experience ninda istuti apman and samman so ninda is uh, blasphemy and praise and chastisement and respect ninda istuti apman and samman to experience those dualities we have been given this body that is that verse is saying and it is saying that it's planned by the lord for suffering in the material world through the agency of the external energy so we have been given this body as per the plan of the lord to suffer in this material world through the agency through the agency of external energy maya devi so we this body the, the purpose the design the purpose of this body is it has been given to us so that we can suffer that is the purpose of this body that is bhagavatam is saying like now this is verse uh, 7123 so if this that is the design that is how this body has been designed so that we can suffer so that we, when we suffer then we think about how can we get out of this here like now how can we go back to our original uh, position how can we reinstate in our original constitutional position that uh, to trigger that thinking to trigger that uh, motivation that is the purpose of this body but if we start loving this body if we start making uh, this making this place a more comfortable to live with this body then that is that forfeiting the actual purpose why we have been given this body so this is and bharat maharaj knew that like bharat maharaj knew that bhagavad gita so he was so that is the first thing we should always be as a devotee as a sadhaka also after reading bhagavad gita and srimad bhagavatam at least we are aware of that we may not be practicing that we may not be able to practice that at at least at my level i am not able to practice that 
but at least like now we are we is good to be aware of that so that we can we can consciously try to to not uh, whatever that situation comes at least we think and try to avoid that so this is uh, this body bhagavat krishna also says in bhagavad gita matra sparsha matra sparsha su konteya ಸೀತೋಷ್ಮೆಂಟ್ how do we live tam tetikchitsu bharata just learn to tolerate them learn to tolerate them like no so in uh, uh, arjuna also says in uh, bhagavad gita that uh, if i fight this uh, this battle fight this war i'm going to incur sin if i am going to incur sin because i'll be killing my relatives my near and dear ones my teachers my my elders my respected ones but lord lord says lord tells arjuna that sukh dukhe same kritwa labha labhau jaya jayau tato yuddhay yujjatva naimam papam avapsesi sukh dukh same kritwa if you remain sama if you're not fighting for to become sukhi if you're not fighting for some material benefit labha labhu jaya jayo victory or defeat labha or or hani sukh or dukh if you remain sam in that then tato yuddhay yujjaswa naivam papam vapchati so you will not incur any sin if you fighting in this consciousness remaining equal remaining equal not being like uh, attached to the results of your action just uh, uh being some having that equal vision then you will not incur any sin so that's that's what lord advised arjuna so this is uh, very very nirman moha jit sang dosha adhyatma nitya vinivrutta kamah dvandvair vimuktah sukh dukh sangair gachanti amudha padam avyayam tat dvandvair vimukta so we should be vimukta from dvanda dvanda is duality vimukta is completely free mukta is free vimukta means completely free so vimukta we should be in chapter 15 15 chapter 15 verse 5 lord is also saying dvandvair vimukta this is one of the characteristics one should have so sukha dukha samekritva so sukha dukha samekritva is uh, so what uh, so it, these all verses saying that we should be rise above these dualities we should be dandvair vimukta does it mean what does it mean like sometimes uh, people say the sukha dukha samekritva how can we do that is it really realistic that when a person ha- is uh, has a misery and uh, when the person has got some sukha or dukha he can remain sam he can remain in the same conscious same sam uh, or equal to those the situation what exactly it means so this is this is uh, can be understood from that uh, brahma ji's prayers like now from uh, that famous verse tatvenukam tatvenukam pa susamikshmano munjan evatmakritam vipakam hridivag vapurvir vidhan namaste jivet yo mukti pade sadai bhag so this is uh, this very important verse and it's very often quoted and it says this should be our consciousness this should be our consciousness what is that tatenu kampam su samikshmano bunjan evam atmakripam kritam vipakam so what is a devotee's consciousness devotee's consciousness whenever some good uh, favorable situation or sukha comes he he think this is the mercy of the lord this is the mercy of the lord and uh, i 
I do not deserve it, but Lord is so merciful to me that He has given me this favorable situation. So he is not over jubilant. He is not over jubilant when there there are there are favorable situations or sukha. When the dukha comes, devotee's consciousness is so I because I deserved much more dukha than what I'm I got, and this is mercy of the Lord. So sukha or dukha, or he thinks that this is my own past karma which I am reaping the reactions of my my own past karma. In both the situation, whether sukha or dukha, devotee is seeing the hand of Krishna. Devotee is seeing as sukha or dukha both as an arrangement of the Lord for his own purification. So this is. And still remaining in that consciousness, Hidvag Vapurubhir Vidham Namaste, so that if one can do that, then what happens? He becomes uh, entitled, he becomes Jivet Yo Mukti Pade Sadai Bhag. He becomes, he becomes a rightful claimant, inheritor of the liberation. So that is. It's very nice verse. So that is, so see, be, remain sama. Same, the sukha dukhe same kritva means that we should see whatever the situation we may have, whether it's a sukha or dukha, we should see the arrangement, hand of the Lord. We should see both as mercy of the Lord. If this body has been, we just saw that verse, this body has been designed, the Lord has given this body to us to suffer in this material world. We've been sent here to go through our time, the punishment, because of whatever we have done in the past. And that is, if that is the purpose, then we should not expect to become happy here by manipulating this material energy. That's not possible. If you go in the water, if you want to take bath, if you go into the beach and jump in the water, you will get wet. There's no, no, whatever you try to do, you cannot remain dry because that's the nature of the water. You will remain, get wet. And that's why when we, when, this, uh, when we are in this material world, as soon as we come in contact with this material nature, material energy of the Lord, we come under the these three modes and dualities of this material life. So Prabhupada used to give that example, like no, this is devotee's consciousness is always if his finger is cut, if his finger is cut, devotee always thinks that okay, so thank you God, you have been so merciful. I'm still alive. My body body would have been cut. I would have died, but I'm still alive. I've lost only my finger. This is your mercy. That is the consciousness of a devotee. Always being grateful and thankful to the Lord. Because Lord is all good. Lord is all good. He is Karan Rahit Kripalu. Bhagavan ko kya kaha jata hai? Karan Rahit Kripalu. He is always showering his mercy on his devotees. He is always, he is all good. So whatever he does is the best in our, is in our best interest. Devotee, so so this is uh, me, this is uh, seeing the hands of Krishna behind any situation, that is uh, what it means by equal visions towards Sukha and Dukha. The third point, uh, I want to talk about the insults Jarabhara tolerated. So insults he tolerated from his stepbrothers and the people in general. So tolerating at the level of body is easy. Right, the physical, physically, we have to tolerate something like that's uh, probably easy for most of us. But tolerating at the level of mind, at the level of mind, like tolerating the insults, tolerating the apuman, or tolerating that uh, those uh, uh, someone uh, blaspheming, to- tolerating that, and still remain e- with the equal vision, it's very, very difficult. Requires, it requires mind control, manosamyam, manosamyam. So, <clears throat> Prabhupada quotes that uh, verse in a uh, very nice uh, verse from uh, by Narottam Das Thakur in the purport. Deha ismrati nahi yaar, samsar bandhan kahatar. 
देह स्मृति नाही आर वन हु हैज फॉरगॉटन द बॉडी देह स्मृति नाही आर सो वेन यू हैव वन वन हैज फॉरगॉटन इज बॉडी संसार बंधन कहा यार फॉर हिम वेयर इज दिस संसार बंधन इवन समवन इज वन हैज फॉरगॉटन इज बॉडी देयर इज नो संसार बंधन फॉर हिम बिकॉज ही इज रीजन अबव द बॉडली लेवल लाइक सो एट साधक स्टेज वी शुड लर्न दिस आर्ट ऑफ स्मृति नाही आर वी शुड लर्न दिस आर्ट ऑफ फॉर गेटिंग द बॉडी इट विल हैपन एंड हाउ विल इट हैपन हाउ कैन वी फॉर गेट अवर बॉडी इज इट पॉसिबल इट इज वेरी मच पॉसिबल वेन वी लर्न वेन वी वेन वी आर एब्सॉर्व इन हायर कॉन्सियसनेस दिस इज द डेवलप एंड हायर टेस्ट वेन वी आर एब्सॉर्व इन हायर कॉन्सियसनेस देन कॉन्सियसनेस देन विल we'll see that we how the the lower consciousness the bodily consciousness will forget about the body will rise above our bodily consciousness this is uh, there are uh, the einstein einstein even used to work in his lab for his, uh, for his uh, scientific experiments so his uh, wife she used to send the tiffin for him the lunch time he won't come home and he will will be working in his lab and he will be very much absorbed into this what he was doing so he did not want to be disturbed so what they will uh, do they'll keep his tiffin box outside the door outside the door and uh, so and, and uh, einstein whenever he is free whenever he's, uh, he will pick up and eat it but most of the most of the time like you know, they saw that uh, einstein was like when they uh, were not even eating the lunch he was like when they they went in the evening uh, to deliver the dinner they saw the lunch tiffin was still there outside the door he had not even opened the door and picked up his lunch uh, tiffin what so this is like you no know, uh, and uh, einstein when he was asked uh, you did not have your lunch today because i completely forgot about it so that is your when your mind when your consciousness absorbed in a higher taste when you are getting in a higher taste because the pleasure even the material pleasure it at different levels you have a sense pleasure you have pleasure at the level of mind your pleasure at the level of intellect and your pleasure at the level of ego and once you have you are enjoying or you are relishing the pleasure at the level of intellect or mind or ego you completely ignore or forget about the sensual pleasure this is the this is the trick this is the trick trick is to develop absorb our mind in something higher so that we forget this lower level of pleasure with the bodily pleasure which is a sensual pleasure which is lower level of pleasure and we see that uh, when people uh, uh, or we can see our own examples like you know, in, in uh, i remember in the sometimes like you no know, this is in our childhood we used to read those comics comics and those uh, pocket books this is uh, novels the small novels with rajan ikbal and all i remember that rajan ikbal was uh, character in that novel we used to i used to read that and my mother will call me for food and i will not even feel hungry unless i because those story i was reading in the novel become so interesting or the comics is so interesting i want to finish it before i go to eat like that. so this is something if if we are enjoying something at higher level our uh, we we can we can attain this uh, we can forget this uh, uh, we can completely ignore the demands of the body or we can completely forget about the body or the demands of the body so this is uh, like shila prabhupad shila prabhupad like when he was uh, distributing this back to godhead magazine in in new delhi in delhi so he used to go he used to go like uh, to distribute that magazine like and uh, in a hot summer you can imagine the hot summer in delhi uh, it can be really very painful like now and he will go and to distribute his magazine 
and after that uh, when you will go back to his publisher like you not know, to give the place to uh, to after distributing the magazines his publisher will ask him like did you eat did you take your breakfast today and prabhupad will say no i did not and the publisher will felt like you no know, so uh, that he will uh, he will so, publisher used to feel so bad that he will order some snacks for prabhupad and he'll feed him and then prabhupad will go back so prabhupad because he was in that higher level of consciousness his focus was not the body his focus was how he can preach how can he distribute his magazines how can he distribute back to god and how can he take message of krishna or chaitanya mahaprabhu to the more people that was his focus that was his consciousness that was his meditation and that way completely forget about whether he is uh, taken breakfast or not breakfast whether he is hungry or not hungry will complete will forget about that so this is the key to develop the higher level of consciousness so that we can completely we can attain this we can forget the body and we can rise our consciousness develop our consciousness from anmayakosh uh, to pranamayakosh to vijnanamayakosh and finally one a self realized when one is self realized then he attains to that ultimate happiness anandamayakosh then he can realize the happiness of the soul the natural position natural constitutional position of the soul so this is uh, so sanatan goswami and this body is not uh, ours we cannot like no uh, abuse this body like this not body does not belong to us sanatan goswami like no once when he went to jagannath puri and that time he had uh, a thought of uh, committing suicide by lying down under the ratha cart and chaitanya mahaprabhu sensed that and uh, so he said he called satam uh, sanatani goswami and he told him prabhu kahe tumar mor nij tumar sharir mor nij dhan prabhu kahe tumar sharir mor nij dhan tumar sharir mor pradhan sadhan chatan mahaprabhu saying that your body does not belong to you you are not the owner of your body your body belongs to me and if it belongs to me and to buy your body i want to achieve i want to attain so many goals using your body so you cannot make this decision of quitting your body because it does not belong to you how can can we bet someone else's money we cannot same thing if this not my body i don't i cannot make decisions for this body it does not belong to us if it does not belong to us we belong to krishna when you belongs to krishna then it should be used in the service of krishna it's like when the devotees they go to take uh, donations from this corporates so you'll see the corporation they give the donations but they want to make sure that my their money is being utilized for the right purpose for the cause it has been collected it has been uh so they'll make sure that devotees uh, they are not using the money in something else so they will use for which it, this money has been do, do, uh, donated and that is that is what uh, the right that is what krishna is saying like this body has been given by the lord which is to use it for the purpose krishna has given us this body the purpose of this body is to attain this will go back to god had attain this use this body this body is like an instrument is like a, so we have to use this to go back to attain that spiritual consciousness will go back so that at the end of this our stay in this body we can go back to god so this is whenever when we have that consciousness what jal bharat is showing today it's a and we know that it's not an event it does not happen uh, on a flip of a switch like no or momentarily or instantly it does not happen instantly it's a process it takes time it takes uh, time depending on how sincere how serious we are it may take different devotees may take different time to purify their consciousness 
but our consciousness is conti continuously evolving and uh, if we keep uh, the if you are more sincere and we keep our goal of our actions uh, our intent if our intent is pleasing the lord then we will we will attain that consciousness which is expected of us and we will rise above the bodily platform thank you very much i'll stop here hare krishna so ग्रंथराश्रीमद्भागवतम की जो वी कैन डिस्कस इफ देर आर एनी क्वेश्चन और कॉमेंट्स और एनी रियलाइजेशन वुड लाइक टू शेयर एनी सजेशन प्लीज फील फ्री टू शेयर योर थॉट्स ऑन द वर्सेस टुडे और यू कैन यू मे एड इफ आई मिस्ड एनीथिंग Hare Krishna. 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 either at the bodily level mind level uh, that was very nice thank you thank you prabhu ji thank you very much hare krishna prabhu ji then hare krishna all glories to shila prabhu pad and guru maharaj very wonderful class prabhu ji you explained so beautifully the characteristics of uh, jad bharat maharaj <clears throat> how he had uh, overcome all these dualities because <laughs> i have a question may i ask you sure sure mother so prabhu ji uh, if i heard you correctly uh, i understood from your class that we are given this material body uh, to experience the dualities of life huh? uh, the happiness and distress uh, so Uh, why would krishna because krishna is our universal father why would he give us a body to make us suffer good yeah. question very good question mother ji thank you for asking this so it's like uh, this uh, this is uh, we have been uh, give, we have been sent here as we say that this world is like a jail we have been sent here as our punishment so as we chastise our children right we chastise our children we scold them sometimes we slap them also if we are in india probably we can slap them here but i remember while growing up i've got lot of slaps so this is uh, very very so so the, as a parent you when you want to train and teach your or discipline your children you do chastise them you do slap them what uh, and you do may uh, take some disciplinary action discipline uh, disciplinary actions or you give them time out so that is uh, but overall your intent is to uh, to grow them to intent is to give, teach them the right things teach them the good things so that they can grow and advance in their life right that is what uh, uh, lord has given us this body because we are here we are sent here uh, as a punishment so we have to suffer so that we can we can remember we can remember the lord we can at least keep keep on uh, this uh, these sufferings are meant to remind us that this is not our natural place for the soul to live so this is intent of lord giving us this body is and designing this body to experience the suffering is to making us remind so that this is not our uh, natural place we are not in our natural we are we call we call ourselves conditioned soul we that's not a natural position of the soul so that that will uh, at least krishna is hoping that will make us think how can we get back to our original constitutional position or original place 
we are not from this place this is unnatural place for us so this is this is uh, the, and the same thing like in uh, uh, that uh, verse from Srimad Bhagavatam that uh, 7th canto 23rd verse from first chapter that tells that this body Krishna has given us to experience these sufferings like you know, uh, some apman, samman, ninda, stuti and that verse is being quoted by Narad Muni when Narad Muni is saying that and he says that Krishna has a uh, when Shishupal got Sayujumukti, the, so the point is when Lord has got completely spiritual body, Lord does not have material body, so how come Shishupal got Sayujumukti? Because Lord does not experience any Ninda or Stuti because he does not have a material body. So when the devotees are praying to the Lord, Lord does not become happy, happy listening to those prayers. Same thing when the Sishupal is, is blaspheming, Lord does not become sad or miserable or feels bad listening to those curses what Sishupal is giving. Lord, that is why Lord is doing whatever is good for Sishupal or whatever is good for his, his person or the devotee who is praying to him like now. So that is that is why it's scared. Lord is Samoham Saru Bhuteshu. That is how he is Sama. Because he is he is he he is reciprocating, he is reciprocal like now. So he is the Shishupal also. He is not thinking that how can I punish Shishupal. Lord is thinking how can I correct him? How can I make uh, how can I can do something good for him like now? How can I correct him like now? He's thinking like a parent, thinking like a parent. And uh, uh, same thing when the devotee is praying to the Lord, he also does whatever is good for that devotee. And that is what he did, whatever was good for the Shishupal. So that is, does that make sense, Mataji? Manini Mataji? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, Prabhuji. Yes, Prabhuji. Very nice explanation. But then, Prabhuji, I have one more question. Now, you said that uh, uh, this um, 